Start your day the right way by taking charge of your physical and mental fitness. It's important to know your numbers. They determine if your blood pressure is high or low, your cholesterol balance, even your blood sugar level, heart rate, and much more. Get tested by visiting your doctor, clinic, or stop by at any health center closest to you. Take control today. This message is from Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. This is Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. Good morning. Today we're going to be talking about hepatitis. One life, one liver. Very interesting program to really celebrate the World Hepatitis Day. Good morning, Dr. Zabosade and Dr. Tony. I'll be coming back to you shortly, but today we have an unusual guest, Mr. Wally Balogun, who is doing something exceptional this weekend. And so, Mr. Balogun, can you tell us? Yeah. What you're doing this weekend and, you know, why you're doing it. Okay. Um, well, it, it, it kind of started like a bit of a selfish reason. I ended up in the hospital about two weeks ago and I found out that I had an enlarged prostate. And obviously, I was a, had signs, you know, before I ended up in the hospital. And I thought, well, I have lots of groups and lots of um, um, platforms where both men and women talk about all these things. We just laugh about it and gloss over it. But um, I thought, hey, this is my chance of doing some some good, some CSR and some good to come out of it. And I've got some good friends, Leia, and a really good friend of mine, Adiola Alito, both based in England. So, and I think Leia, Leia is Euro care as well. So they've agreed that we should have a, a you know, just a one hour talk amongst um, friends and um, other people to talk about uh, aging. You know, the joys of aging, we called it. Lay will speak about um, uh, uro- urological diseases and functions and erectile dysfunction and things like that. All the stuff the men don't talk about. And uh, the other will talk about the menopause, HPV infection, vaccinations, screen, and things like that. Because she's a oncological surgeon. So that's what it is. That's what it is on Sunday. Thank you. That it's free of charge. People can join, can't they? Yes, it is. So people can just go on the our website, which is www.doctorsonair.com.ng and they will find the flyer there and the Zoom link there. So just join us on Sunday at what time? Yes, 11 a.m. So on Sunday at 11 a.m. for this 11. very important, very important yes. talk. Thank you very much. Yes. So we'll um, well, just let everybody much. know. Sunday, 11 a.m. Join us. You yeah. can join before to get yes. the link and get yourself uh, uh, registered oh, by absolutely. going on our website, www.doctorsonair.com.ng. Thank you very much. Without further ado, let us go straight back into what we're talking about, which is hepatitis. Dr. Toyin, we're here talking about hepatitis. One life, one liver. Why is that so important? Why are we talking about one liver now? Thank you very much, Dr. Pamela. It's always nice to be on your show. Hepatitis, as a form of introduction, is inflammation of the liver. And the liver happens to be the largest, most sacrificial organ in the body. To lay man, I tell them that the liver is like the barracks of a of the country or, or a community. 
as such, whatever happens in any section of the of the of the community affects the bara. So the liver is like the largest organ that does a lot of work. It helps to detoxify the the blood of anything that can be harmful. It breaks down foods that we eat into the components that we need to save for further use. You either save for 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 energy. Or you used to put, produce proteins that serves as soldiers that fight infections. So uh, the liver is very, very paramount. And anything that makes the liver upset, inflamed, is what we call is that, that condition is called hepatitis. And this can range from a lot of things: alcohol, medications, drugs, organisms, especially like viruses. And we have the common one being the hepatitis viruses we have the a b c d and the common ones that cause chronic infections are the b and the c what it means is that they persistently irritate the liver so the liver is in a state of persistent inflammation which if it, it continues will cause the damage to the liver or can cause liver cancer in the worst scenario so any condition that causes hepatitis is of importance and should be looked into in order to avoid that inflammation now july 28 we celebrate the hepatitis basically the viral ones and of utmost is this b and the c because they kind of are related with most problems associated with hepatitis and uh, preventing them preventing or curing has been shown to help and to to reduce the mortality associated with it and the law of this is because of information. Hepatitis B is highly preventable. It's a preventable virus. So why do you want to even have it when you can prevent it? And we'll prevent it by knowing how it is being transmitted and giving vaccinations to protect against it. Hepatitis C, on the other hand, is not preventable. But now, courtesy of recent advancement in medicine, it is curable. And if you know that, that is a plus. So we, we are... Kind of advocating that people should know about so if you know that c is curable why are you hiding why are you stigmatizing yourself come out and get treated because c is curable b is preventable thank you i hope i've given this a little summary no, of what hepatitis that's, that's actually very excellent and i think that also so that we can sit up and say you know what this world hepatitis day i don't know if i've got it but maybe if i haven't ever checked before Maybe I should find out, do I have hepatitis B? Do I have hepatitis C? Do I need treatment? You know, and, and perhaps we can then talk about these things in more detail. So, for example, you know, who needs vaccination? Who, who, who is at risk of getting these conditions? How common is this in our environment? Should the average person be worried and be thinking about getting a vaccination or not? Thank you very much. By means of this uh, classification, Nigerians, Africans, we are classified as endemic. Any country that has more than 8%, more than 8% of their population, with, if there's a prevalence of more than 8% of hepatitis B, is got to be endemic. So hepatitis B is actually endemic in, in Nigeria. As such, all Nigerians must be vaccinated. And especially people that are born to parents that are that hepatitis B positive. I know we have a gynecologist there, 
And so I'm going to also be biased towards the gynecology aspect. Basically, all, all Nigerian, everybody in Nigeria should be vaccinated against hepatitis because Nigeria happens to be an endemic community because the average prevalence is about 13.2, to 14.6. It changes every year as studies are accumulating. Also, if you're at risk, you are a health professional or you have anybody in your family that has hepatitis, you should be vaccinated. Or you're married to someone who's hepatitis B positive, definitely should be vaccinated. But generally, every Nigerian, let me let me limit it to Nigeria, every Nigerian should be vaccinated against hepatitis B because it is an endemic condition in now, our country. Are those vaccines available? Yes. Actually, in Nigeria, um, before 2004, it was not readily available. So it was not. But from 2004, it became part of the expanded. Um, so all children born to Nigerians uh, ideally should be vaccinated. Although we know that's not the case where you go to this health center. Sometimes you get there, they say, tell you, oh, this vaccine is not available. Please come back or not. And if you don't know, if you don't have information, about the importance you might overlook it i went they told me this my daughter is supposed to get three i got two you don't know that the last one is hepatitis b so that is the limitation however from 2004 it has become part of the expanded uh, program on immunization so it's readily available however also in some other places too the problem of um, coach chain you know storing and preserving these vaccines especially in some facilities where they might not be optimized enough to be able to store them but you know maybe you're looking for uh, especially like this before crisis there's no electricity you know people are trying to maximize profit so there are all these limitations that you might not be able to you know they are, they are, we cannot account for them they are like factors that are beyond you know your control as a person getting this vaccine so these are the issues that might occur but bearing up all, all limitations it should be available to everyone no i think that's important and i think what you've said is absolutely critical people need to know and especially those with children or grandchildren you need to be asking the questions are you getting all the vaccines you're supposed to get are the children getting what it is they're supposed to receive and checking and making sure that things that are critical things like this hepatitis B vaccine, that they do receive it. And, and they find out if it's not available in the health center today, when will it be available? Keep on checking until they get everything they're supposed to receive so that there are no gaps. The, 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 it, it really pays to have all the vaccines you can have to, to prevent as many, you know, of these deadly conditions as possible. Thank you very much. You're listening to Doctors on Air with Dr. Pamela. Thank you, Dr. Abosade, for coming on the program. It's very important that you're here. You're a gynecologist and yet you're offering special hepatitis screening in your hospital. Can you tell us why? Thank you so much, Dr. Pamela. Um, it's a pleasure to be on air today to talk about um, hepatitis. And just to piggyback on what Dr. Tony had been talking about, I will say that um, for us, it's, it's more of us addressing what we've always felt has been a gap in women's health, where it seems it's only pregnancy that brings women into the hospital, whether they're trying to achieve it, get care for it, deliver, or have some complications. And we find that most of these infective diseases, 
that are transmissible from mother to child that affects their quality of lives, they're usually incidental findings. So one of our creeds has always been, you know what, every woman we get in touch with has to know our status. And just like um, she rightly said, the expansion project was the one that included hepatitis B in our screening. So prior to 2004, if you were born before 2004, you're likely not to have been immunized for hepatitis B. And then women now come for different cases at our center, and then we find out that, oh, in the presence of doing baseline investigations, they have hepatitis. Some of them don't even know whether it's acute, whether it's chronic. That's the viral one that she she's spoken about. So we, we when we came into this month and we're thinking, how do we lift, how do we uplift our attention? How do we kind of make this less normalized in our status? And um, we decided that we're going to offer free hepatitis, viral hepatitis screening, that's hepatitis B and C on that very date, that's 28th of July. And then That's on, on Friday. Friday night as well, because we know some people. Can Friday I ask? Saturday. And, um, yes. Can I ask? So, who can come? Is it people who live in your area? Where is your clinic? How can people know? Is it just anybody? Can we all just rush in and come and do it? <laughs> Actually, so what we have, we have a flyer out that requires that you pre register. So that we sort of know the number of people we're preparing for. Now we're not we're not excluding anyone. We expect both male and female because again, it's also a sexually transmitted disease. In as much as there are other routes of transmission, so anyone that can come. Because one of the questions we ask is, have you been screened before? Do you know your status? Have you been vaccinated? Just like she rightly said, we have vaccines available for hepatitis B. Well, the common one that is introduced that was introduced into the schedule is for children. We have the adult dose available as well. So if you come in and you screen and you're interested in being vaccinated, we offer those services. If you come in and you're positive, we have gastroenterologists who can treat you. And like she said, when I was a medical school, hepatitis C was not curable. Now it's curable. People don't know that a lot of people are stuck in the time when it's like something that can be taken care of. So we want you to screen we want you to vaccinate we want you to know you can access treatment and we want to have like a lot like more voices speaking about hepatitis b as something that should be known by every single nigerian and just to chime in that when people think they are not concerned people that are at risk that i tell people is that beyond the medical people your pedicurist your manicurist where you go for your spa your hairdresser the tattoo because we have more people with tattoos and all that people that talk to your domestic staff these are people that are likely to also be high risk and they travel around different households and hepatitis b is virulent so it could be it's, it can survive outside the body so we're all at risk so if you think um well i'm very careful but you do get exposed to all those people in your day-to-day life so and so that's why we're taking it on as one of our to do as well thank you that's wonderful thank you very much for doing that so but for people who are listening and they want to come in they're saying oh i haven't registered maybe i shouldn't bother or is there a phone number that they can call in to get the flyer so that you can tell us the phone number and also where is your clinic okay fantastic so our the phone number is 080-999-26611 so i'll say that again 080-999-26611 so they can send a message whatsapp or text to register and we're also located at number 23a Silver Crescent in Antony Village, Lagos. So 23A, Silver Crescent, Antony Village, Lagos. So once you register, you walk in on Friday or Saturday, we'll have scheduled you for the time for you to come in and then you get your free viral hepatitis training. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And thank you very much for doing this. We need as much 
help as we can in 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 Lagos and in Nigeria. So we always appreciate people who offer qualitative and free services. Dr. Toyin, haven't you heard what Dr. Abosade uh, is talking about? I think she took it up from you. There are a number of people who have hepatitis B and yet are stigmatized. And in fact, sometimes they know about it, they hide it. I mean, what should should they do? Because a lot of people, if they find out how self is hepatitis B positive, they're out of the door. In fact, even if they're not in the in the house as a, as a, as a, as close as, a, as as that, even if it's a driver, even somebody's further away. I mean, what do you think should be done? How do you think these things should be handled? Thank you very much. Actually, the the uh, at the root of all this um, stigmatization is the lack of information, lack of lack of education about what hepatitis is and how it is transmitted, and that is why the advocacy for for health education is important. It is important for people to know that a lot of people have positive, and that and that's for the general populace now. That you shouldn't, you know, it is not. Yes, it is a very. We talk about it being a very, very strong virus that stays very long time. But a lot of Nigerians are already even. They have some level of immunity against it, so it's not something that you get like that. Especially as an adult, the most vulnerable people are the younger ones. So as much as and if you protect them by getting them vaccinated, you are going to avoid hepatitis. And for adventure, you are the patient that has hepatitis B. Let me tell you, you are not alone. You are not alone. An average, I've said average, about 14%, 13% of Nigerians are positive right now with chronic hepatitis B. And up to 40%, that is the 10 people are here, about four of them have been exposed at one time or the other. Some have overcome, some have like shed it out. So you're not alone because most of the time we think, oh, I'm alone. Nobody knows you're not alone. And for the spouses, your wife or your husband did not necessarily cheat on you to have hepatitis B. It's not because of promiscuity. Most people that have hepatitis B in our environment is as children. Is from child to child transmission or mother to child transmission. So it's not because she or she is cheating on you. We have a lot of virgins that are positive. All these things, like I said, these are things that are passionate over the years. I've seen couples separate, you know, distrust because of hepatitis B. Companies telling me you want an HR and you're sending to that your HR. You don't want to employ an HR director because of hepatitis B. Do you know doctors can be hepatitis B positive and allowed to work? Doctors, you know, they just need to prove that they are controlling it, it's under control. So, talkers of HL, clerks, people that do not have anything to do with blood. So, we need to give that information out. And as top party people involved in this thing, what I want us to do is keep educating people, keep accelerating this information so that we can make it more acceptable to include everybody and get them the necessary help rather than taking their jobs from them hepatitis b is actually even expensive they need to do viral loads they need to do tests and i want to take their jobs you know for house helps i would say that we should um yes it's good to screen your house help if you have a child you know yes maybe you don't want you know you suspect the infectivity you might screen your house up. I'm not going to necessarily take a positive self and you, you, say you have vulnerable children. But there are many other things that these people can do for your drivers. You know? 
screen and let them get help. A lot of people, if they are controlled, I've said even doctors that are controlled can be allowed to touch patients. They just need to prove that the virus is under control, you know, by checking. So let's stop discriminating. Let's stop taking jobs from people. I think let's encourage them so that they can also give back to the community. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. So the question, though, that um, people will ask is, how can they get treated? Because if, for example, they're a driver, how expensive is this medication? Because a number of people will say, you know what, I, I don't want to bear that cost. Is this something that you can get from teaching hospitals and other places? How easy is it to find medication to treat people with hepatitis? The medications are readily available, especially the hepatitis B. Albeit they might be expensive. And these days, to say something is expensive is very relative, you know. What we think might be cheap before is not expensive. It's not even cheap again because by the time you finish spending all your money on fuel or survival, you know, it's, it's after eating that the average Nigerian wants to talk about food. So about about drugs. It's after they've sorted their, their bellies and all that. So we have drugs that vary from 20,000, 15,000 a month. We have ones that are three. So the hepatitis C can be much more expensive. However, I think part of what we should advocate for is this um, hate that the government and most of these NGOs have advocated for about HIV, where you have these drugs really available. HIV is now like hypertension. People are getting medications and all that. If we can get such assistance, I think hepatitis B will definitely be, you know, helped to an extent. Same with hepatitis C, because the average Nigerian is still not enough in their self to, to to do this thing now unbelievably i mean it feels like just two minutes since we've been talking but the program is over so can i just start with dr abosa day do you have any last words for our listeners before i come back to dr Tony? yes so i'll say that um knowing your status is the first step to eradicating hepatitis b because when you know your status you can optimize yourself you can curb the spread of the disease. And for women, and even men, you can prevent transmission into the next generation. So it's really, when you know your status, you've taken the first step to eliminating hepatitis B. And then there is no future dates to know your status. The time to know your status is also now. And finally, come to All Women's Clinic on the 28th of July and 29th and get screened for free. Okay, so I think that's the last word from Dr. Toyn. Thank you very much. Hepatitis B is very much among us. It is preventable. It is manageable. It's never a death sentence. It should not stop people from earning their living. It should not stop people from being married or having happy marriages. Let us embrace people. Let us embrace information and encourage people that are positive. Encourage people to test. Encourage people that are positive to see doctors and get treated. Adventure, they might not even need treatment because most people with hepatitis B will be okay without treatment. They just need to be monitored. Let's give this information. Let's share it. Instagram, Facebook, let somebody know that there is hope for them. I'll be available on Dr. Tony Ashaolu on Instagram, Tony Ashaolu on Facebook. I am interested and passionate about talking about hepatitis B. And you can get information time from one time to the other about what you want to 
know about hepatitis B. And um, hopefully we have a community and a country where everyone is healthy and they can be happy to be who they were meant to be. Thank you. Thank you very much. Doctors on Air with Dr. Pamela.